Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of and Carmen Glancy with Homes of Idaho Real Estate. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. Dr. Daniel Bobinski here, your host for the next half hour or so as we talk about issues facing Idaho from a Judeo-Christian perspective. I thank you so much for tuning in. Our show is sponsored by Conservatives Of. I encourage you to visit conservativesof.com and make a donation because that organization helps get constitutionally minded folks elected to office and we need more of that if we're going to keep the republic. So uh, if you go to conservativesof.com, you can click the donate tab and you can even earmark your donation. You can even in the comments section, put down who you'd like your donation to help and they will help. Also, I want to acknowledge our other sponsor, Carmen Glancy of Homes of Idaho Real Estate. Carmen's been helping individuals and families since 2011. She has experience with investment property, residential property, horse properties, and even new construction. See why so many people give Carmen a five-star rating. You can give her a call at 208-559-7753. That's Carmen Glancy at 208-559-7753. This is a shifting market. We have changing times. Carmen's got the experience, and she'll help you to the best of her ability. In studio today, I've got a couple of topics I want to get to. The very first thing is the Hold the Line event coming up on the 13th of August. And with me in studio is Ben Butterworth. Ben is a pastor on staff at Harvest Church in downtown Meridian. Ben, welcome to Keep the Republic. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate you having me on. You bet. Glad to have you here. There is an event coming up that people need to know about. Why don't you tell us about this? Yeah, absolutely. What we have going on is we have an event called Hold the Line, uh, which is started by a man by the name of Sean Foy. It came out of California, and uh, he had such a burden to start this movement uh, that actually started with him leading worship on the beaches and on the Golden Gate or the yeah the Golden Gate Bridge at San Francisco and all these things. And he had a real burden. He, he really um, partnered with some people because what he was upset by was not that when the churches got locked down in the middle of the whole COVID situation, mm-hmm. he ended up uh, reaching out to some people because he, he wanted to just go and worship. And what happened is they said that there, he was upset, not at the governor for trying to shut down the churches because he was not surprised by that. Sure. But what he was upset by was the fact that so many churches complied and shut down. And he he takes very seriously the the admonition from scripture that we ought to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And so what ended up happening is as he began to lead worship in some of the worst places in uh, in the states right now, where he would go to riots in Kenosha and in Chicago afterwards, and they would worship, they would see God change the what's going on. And so what the Hold the Line event is, is it's uh, his kind of his political branch where he encourages people to engage in the culture, in the political culture, in the school boards, in the library districts. In other words, there's no place that Christians should not be engaged 
in their culture. Christianity ought to affect every area of culture. Amen. It ought to, in fact, affect the arts. It ought to affect the education system. It ought to affect everything. Mm-hmm. So with the Hold the Line event, we're bringing in some really great speakers for this. We have Sean Foyd, of course. We also have Jay Koopman, who is part of Cheon's church, also down in California, which their church sued Gavin Newsom and won went for the unconstitutional lockdowns, yeah. which was just phenomenal. We also have Priscilla Giddings, who's coming in, and then we all, um, who is... Uh, fantastic. Most of us know her around here. And then we also have David Harris Jr. And David Harris Jr. is a great conservative voice uh, for conservative Christians. He's, and so he's he a great... out a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. So he's going to be here as well. And then there's also one more pastor that we're having come up. Um, his name is Pastor Mark Franci. And he came out of uh, Boise, went down and started a church in California because he felt like it was his mission field. And he did not bow to the... Uh, unconstitutional mandates that happened during that time and his church exploded. And what this whole thing is, is there's such a burden right now that we as Christians would not just uh, let go of the things. We wouldn't abdicate anymore the areas that we ought to be involved and engaged in. And this is really designed to equip Christians. It's designed to equip even conservatives of any range to engage in the culture. So I'm really excited about this event. I I am too. This is going to be on the 13th of August. It's a Saturday. It's going to be from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's at Harvest Church in Meridian, right? Yep, that's correct. And tickets can be had by going to Eventbrite. If you just go to eventbrite.com, type in Sean Foyt, and that's S-E-A-N. And the last name is spelled F E U. C-H-T, and I think that'll bring up his different they can events. Also, they can also put in hold the line. Hold, hold the, the line. line should pull it up. Okay, and that'll do it too. Okay, but guess what, uh, listeners? We have an opportunity for you guys to win a couple of tickets. That's correct. Um, ben has provided for us a couple of tickets. We're going to be giving them away on True Idaho News. All you have to do is go to trueidahonews.com. There's going to be an entry form there. And you just punch in your name and your contact info, and we're going to have a drawing. You might be able to win yourself a couple of tickets to this, but it's going to be on Saturday, the 13th, from 9 to 2 in Meridian. That's correct. And by the way, there's also going to be, I guess, a concert that night. Yeah, actually, there's. uh, so we're going to also do a lettuce worship at Settlers Park at 5 p.m., Uh, And that's going to be a great time. We did this last year, and I'm telling you, it was amazing watching what happened when people came together together to worship. It was phenomenal, Daniel. I watched, I have uh, been part of church ministry since I was eight years old. And this is the first time I've ever seen people run to the altar to receive Jesus and to cast out, or you know, just cast down whatever uh, altar they had other than the Lord. I mean, they they were throwing pot on the stage. They were throwing needles on the stage. They were throwing pills on the stage saying, I don't want this anymore. I want Jesus instead of this. It was phenomenal. There was about 5,000 people last year. We're expecting we could have about that or more again this year at Settlers Park. Uh, it's, It's all about Jesus and salvation and his will. So I think that's a great thing. And this whole in the line event on the, on the 13th is definitely something to check out. The concert is something to check out. Uh, ben, thanks for stopping by the studio to share this information with us. Thanks for having me, Daniel. I appreciate it. You bet. And while we're talking about um, promoting events, I am going to be speaking at the Reawaken America Tour 
Maybe you've heard of Clay Clark's Reawaken America tour. We have General Flynn, Mike Lindell, different speakers. Uh, they're coming to Idaho on the 16th and 17th of September. That's going to be up in Post Falls. And yours truly will be one of the speakers there. I know Clay Clark. He's been on my Keep the Republic TV show. And he gave me a speaking slot up there since we're pretty local here and easy to get me there. Just go to the website uh, Thrive Time Show. This is Clay Clark's website, Thrive Time Show. You can find a list of all the different events that he has going on. This is going to be for the Reawaken America Tour on the 16th and 17th of September from 10 to 5 each day at the State Line Speedway in Post Falls. They've only got 5,000 seats. It's probably going to be sold out. Uh, if you, I've already got some folks telling me that they're going to be traveling up there from Boise area, from the Treasure Valley area. And I know they've been broadcasting these things and people will sometimes travel all the way across country just to attend them. Very energetic and I'm honored to be a part of that. But uh, we'll talk more about that as we go. To get those tickets for Hold the Line, if you want to register to win those tickets for the Hold the Line event on the 13th of this month, then I would encourage you to go to trueidahonews.com. We'll have information there for this event. You can register to get uh, free tickets, or you can just be, we'll provide a link also to buy them. All right. With me in studio for the remainder of the show, very special guest, local politician expert. Politician expert? Let's call him political expert. Shane Class. <laughs> Shane, welcome to Keep the Republic. I uh, appreciate you having me here. You, well, it's an honor to have you here. You have been talking politics for a long time in Idaho. In fact, that's the name of your show. Shane Talks Politics. It is. And those in the Treasure Valley may not be familiar with you because you're based out of Twin Falls. I am. Uh, but is there a place people can listen to your show online? Yeah. So uh, for those who uh, can stomach Facebook, it's, uh, you can find me on Facebook.com forward slash Shane Talks Politics. And you can also find me over on YouTube. Uh, same thing. You just look up Shane Talks Politics on YouTube. And uh, we're starting to move into the world of Rumble and Twitter. So uh, I guess we're joining the dark forces of Twitter over there. I don't uh, appreciate that. But there's a loud voice. And I think we need to get some more conservatives on it. Yeah. Getting people engaged. And there's also Gab, by the way. I'm going to be moving some stuff on to Gab, oh, yeah. which is a nice free speech platform. But, yeah, it's Twitter, uh, Twitter's out there. It's kind of a commonplace. Facebook is the devil that we know. You are a person who was kind of born and raised into this model. <laughs> your dad was in radio. He was. Your mom was an English teacher. So, so getting tuned into English and tuned into radio, it kind of, you fell into this pretty well. I, I did. And, uh, and I was fortunate enough, I tell people I kind of had two dads. I had the one that made me and the one that raised me. Uh, the one that raised me was in radio. Uh, mom married him when I was five years old, adopted me when I was six. So I was in that world from six on. Uh, but my biological father, I met him when I was 18, but he had been a traveling evangelist hmm. and um, and then moved into sales where it was more public speaking side. So uh, I got uh, the the advantage of learning how to stand on a stage and speak to a group of people as well as uh, the radio side of it. It all comes together. It does. God, God takes these puzzle pieces and just puts them together for us so well. Your show, Shane Talks Politics, has been going on for how long? Well, that's a funny story that started uh, before COVID and really amplified during COVID. Um, Shane Talks Politics on Facebook was uh, it started off as a joke between me and a friend. Uh, I was posting so much political stuff on Facebook and, uh, and uh, kind of going off on little live rants that uh, he said, you know, you should have your own show. And he just kept pestering me about it. And so one day I started a Shane Talks Politics page to throw all of that onto. Hmm. Um, when COVID started... I did a video, our local school district 
uh, it was right before school started. They implemented a bunch of rules. Well, the first day of school, we had kids that they weren't running the water fountains at the school. They put out a little notice to everyone to make sure the kids brought a water bottle. But of course, they didn't make any preparations for the kids that didn't bring one. It was 100 degrees outside. They were putting on buses, uh, the kids on buses with the windows up, and they um, and they didn't have any air conditioning. So kids were getting off the bus. They were white. They were peaked. They were ready to pass out. And uh, I found out about it and uh, and blew up on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, the next thing I knew, there was 25,000 views, and uh, I was getting a phone call from the superintendent. Whoa. <laughs> Asking me, hey, Mr. Class, can we talk? And uh, and it was very cordial. And as we spoke, he said, uh, you know, we, we're, get, we're taking care of this problem. We're going to make sure the kids have water. We're going to make sure that these, I don't know why in the world the windows were up. We're going to make sure they're down. Uh, and and we're, we're addressing all of these issues. After that happened, Parents started looking at me as somebody who could help. And it's just, I had no intention of doing this, to be perfectly honest. Um, but as uh, the, the phone calls started coming in and the messages on Facebook, um, I've never been one that can turn down the opportunity to, uh, to beat down a bully. Yeah. And, um, and I feel like we have a responsibility if we have the ability to do so. And, and so uh, I, I kind of got cast into this political realm, but it was uh, obviously God's design that I ended up here. Well, you're making a difference, and you're talking about stuff that matters. I mean, we had you did a documentary on the mask study, and I know I that's kind of what helped launch me too on a national level was an article that I wrote about masks. Yeah. Um, so you, your your focus was on schools, uh, um, masks in schools. It started out. It started out with the schools, and I started fighting the schools on the masking, and uh, then our city council decided, in their infinite wisdom, that they needed to um, discuss having a uh, citywide mask mandate in Twin Falls, uh-huh. and. Um, I uh, immediately, I said, well, I've got a voice. It's uh, time to use it. And we put together a a rally uh, right outside of the city hall. They had the votes to get it done. Uh, They knew before they ever, uh, our city council, they don't move unless they already know what's going to happen before Mm -hmm. they move into the meeting. It just seems to be the way they operate, especially our, uh, that previous mayor we had, Sean Berger. But anyhow, they, they decided to to do the mass mandate. And so we said, but they were going to give everybody in town three minutes to speak. And I thought, how do we get the maximum number of people to speak? It's uh, human nature isn't a let's let's show up and and fight for our rights. You got to give them another cookie. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we invited uh, uh, Dorothy Moon uh, came down and spoke. We had um, we had a doctor speak. Tyson Gabriel, who is an industrial hygienist out of uh, Arizona, flew up here uh, to speak. And uh, Ammon Bunny came and spoke at the end of it. And uh, and we rallied everybody together before the meeting. And we had about 300 plus people show up. Wow. And uh, at the end, I wrapped it up and I said, well, you showed up for this. You have the information. But this just showing up doesn't do us any good unless we go in there and we take our three minutes. And I don't care if your three minutes is to just show up and say, I think we need to take a moment of silence to think about what you're about to do before you do it. Or if you actually have some words you want to say, but go use your three minutes. So this started at five o'clock. And 152, 153 people signed up to take their three minutes. That's a long time. At 1030, they were in the mid-80s, and the city council cried uncle and tabled it. And they didn't put any mask mandate no in ma- place. No mask mandate in place. Excellent. Two and a half Excellent. weeks later, the uh, health district decided that they were going to take on 
the mask mandate and we we did this in three days we had three days and we assembled 250 people and we fought that down at that level as well this is what i want people to know about this, that, that this is a government of and by the people and notice i didn't say for because that's always what we want mm-hmm. a government for the people but we always seem to forget that it's the government of and by the people and on your website you talk about that we have the responsibility to hold our elected officials accountable. Yes, sir. And to keep a watchful eye to protect the lifestyle that our forefathers fought for so that we can pass it on to the next generation. That is so important. So it I've is. got a question for you. Yeah. Um, we've got people listening that listen to this show on a regular basis, and I'm glad that they do. I'm very thankful that they do. My uh, question is always, what can we do more of or better of? So let me throw that question to you. If you're talking to our listeners and say, what could they do more of to help the effort? What would you tell them? Show up. Show up. When when your government is doing things they shouldn't be doing, show up. When they, anytime that they assemble to talk about what they're going to do, show up. You have to take, you have to become interested. Apathy and complacency are the worst enemies of this republic. It's that, that people, uh, we, we're in a conservative state, so it's even worse here in Idaho where people over the years have just grown uh, grown up with this idea that we're okay. I don't really need to take part in my government. My, my Republicans are going to take care of me. My, my, uh, my elected officials, they're good people. They're, we're going to be fine. We, we thrive over here. And if the last two years, two and a half years, hasn't taught us anything, it's that we're not okay. Right. And it's scary. And you have to start when somebody if somebody uh, takes the time to put together a rally to fight on your behalf, show up, show up. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we are talking with Shane Class of Shane Talks Politics based out of Twin Falls. Has your, you have your own podcast. How often is your podcast on the air? Um, it's become random uh, nowadays. That's the great thing about uh, about the podcast world of of mine. I'm not uh, I'm not beholden to anybody that wants to give me money. So um, <laughs> as the need, I've become a little bit of a minute man as the uh, as the need arises. Then mm-hmm. uh, uh, then I report on it. Yeah. Okay. So but you can again, people can find you at uh, go to facebook.com slash Shane Talks Politics. Yes. Yeah, I um I was doing a show every day and it was taking up about 4 hours a day of my life. That's um, a lot. To, yeah, and it was uh it, it, my income was starting to get a little tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz people don't know, you know, like I come here I do this for free. I'm grateful grateful for our sponsors and I encourage people to support our sponsors. You, that keeps us on the air. Too. But yeah, I don't get paid for this. And I, the True Idaho News thing, I don't get paid for. And the mm-hmm. True Idaho podcast, I don't get paid. My TV show, I don't get paid for. Mm-hmm. This is what, what, what I think that I'm, God's called me to do. And something he's called you to do something similar, just be the voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we spend a lot of time helping with the rallies and, uh, and that side on the outside, outside of, the, uh, um, of the podcast part of it. The podcast is more of reporting on, on the things that arise as we're helping in other areas politically. Letting people know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much the mainstream media, and I don't, I don't even like to use that term, the mainstream, because um, they're not mainstream anymore. No, they're not. They represent the far left side of our political spectrum. The problem is that they don't tell us that. They try to present themselves as mainstream. But really, not funny. my phrase for them nowadays is the propaganda media. Yes. Because they are the talking heads for the people and the perspectives of the left. The Marxist perspective, and, and this is what's amazing to me, is they almost try to mock you 
if you point out something as Marxist, they try to mock you to, 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 to try to get you to shut up because they want that. They That's all they have. In. Yeah, that, that they don't have any substance in their arguments. Yeah, they don't have facts. They don't have, uh, they don't have any kind of um, logic. It's all feelings. And when it's all feelings, and the only thing they have to defend their, their point is to shut you up. This was made super apparent to me, a recent article I read over at Epic Times. Uh, the article was called, This Is It. And if you want to go to epictimes.com and find this piece, it's an op-ed um, by Mark Bauerlein. I believe the guy's name is Mark Bauerlein. It's called, This Is It. Fantastic read, talking about how those on the left don't even want to have a conversation anymore. They, they just don't even believe. They've been so indoctrinated as they've gone through their education system. They've been so well indoctrinated by the educators that they don't think that the people on the uh, conservative constitutional side of things even deserve a seat at the table. And so how do you win when they don't even want to have a discussion? Because you and I, Shane, would come at this and say, um, you know, let's have a conversation. Let's fix this. Let's, let's let the best argument win. But they don't even think that anymore. They don't want that. So what this article, uh, it's called, again, This Is It, was talking about was our need to, to win at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. And so what you said earlier, I think, is so important that we have to get involved. We have to show up. This is a government of and by the people. Show up. Make a difference in the voting. Because look what happened in our Senate this year, at this past mm -hmm. election. We went from two conservative senators in this state to I think we have about 50% now. It, it was. When I was looking at them, if you want to look at the true, true conservatives, I think we picked up about 10 to 14 in the primaries that you could call true uh, conservatives. And I think we had one, maybe two, that we could really try, call a true conservative prior to that. Yeah. And this is a result of constitutionally minded folks like you and me and like our listeners showing up. And getting involved. That's why we hosted the Liberty Dinners. It's why you did what you did, contacting people to come speak at those events. Let the people know, hey, we have a voice. And it's powerful. And, and, and the part that is a little frustrating uh, when, you're, when you're someone like us uh, trying to make a difference, uh, school board meetings. Right after they did the mask mandate, and so we went to the school, school board meetings, we were going to fight the mask mandates. 300 people show up to make sure that they don't have to wear a mask, adults. And about 20 show up to the school board meeting to fight for their children. Hmm. That's sad. Mm -hmm. That is really sad. And those numbers uh, immediately dwindled after that. You have to think, where are they getting control of the minds of Americans? It's happening at school. Mm -hmm. That's where it begins. If, if we're going to save this republic, the most important place for us to show up is at those school board meetings and make sure that that school board understands that they work for us. Mm-hmm. And that they're going to educate our kids in a manner consistent with our values, not the extreme left. And you have to show up for those as well. And you have to if you're going to have your kids in the government school system. If you're going to have them in the government school system. And, and, I, and I, have, I hear a lot of folks that say, oh, well, just homeschool your kids. That's great if you can do that and, you're, and you have that ability. But you have to remember who is voting in 10 years, 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's those kids. Your homeschool votes against the, the mainstream, if you want to call it, any school system. 
is is what you're battling at the ballot box. Mm-hmm. And they're indoctrinating those kids on the school level so that when they're old enough to go vote, they vote left. So you still have to pay attention and influence those, even if you have kids out kids outside of the public school system. I, I love what you said. Show up, get involved, make a difference. Uh, it is a government of and by the people. By the way, on your website, you talk about yourself believing in a limited government. Oh, yes. You and I agree. Bound by the constraints of the Constitution. <laughs> that is so core. Uh, I'm a monthly guest on Alan Key's show, oh. uh, which is a TV show on TV. And one of the great analogies that Alan gave, and I never forget it, I, I share it with people all the time, is that um, the Constitution is like a cage. Because mankind is a sinful creature mm-hmm. and wants power and strives to get power as much as they can. When they get a taste of it, they want more of it. And the Constitution and the rules that we set up in our society constrain that. They hold people back. And that's why it's so important, as you say on your website here, to have a limited government constrained by the Constitution. Now, what we're seeing today are the, the liberal left. They don't want those constraints. And, and so they want to be able to go out and, and, and it's okay. In, in true liberty, people can do, I can do whatever the world I want to do so long as my actions do not interfere with your ability to do the same. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is they want to use the government. They want to do anything and everything that they want to do, but they don't want you, if you, dis, if you differ with them, to do the same. They want to use the government to constrain you and they want to be free and nilly-willy to go burn down cities and towns and whatever they want to do. <laughs> And they do that, too. That's why it's so important for constitutionally minded folks to get involved. Uh, Shane Class, uh, host of the Shane Talks Politics uh, podcast found on Facebook.com slash Shane Talks Politics. Shane Talks Politics. You're also on YouTube and you're, and you're making your way into the other platforms as well. Just the last 30 seconds here. What do you have to say to our audience? What, what kind of encouragement do you have? Uh, The encouragement is take a look at what's happening around America. Uh, I see conservatives are waking up. If COVID did one positive thing, it revealed just how ugly and sinful and dark our nation is becoming and how Christians, uh, we need to stop worrying about, uh, I used to call it the butt prints in the pew. Uh, That's my seat. Nobody else sits in that one. That's where I sit down. We need to start standing up and getting out and fighting for liberty and fighting for our freedoms or we're going to lose it. Mm. I totally agree. And I also want to encourage pastors to do the same thing. Amen. Because too many pastors, I think, fall into the fear mode of maybe upsetting the government and losing a 501c3 registration. No Get rid of it. No one's ever been uh, charged with that, by the way. Yeah. And you don't have to operate under a 501c3 anyway. Right. Uh, you, you can operate without it. Uh, that was the way that the government shackled our churches. Yeah, I say get rid of it and and go out and and preach freely. Amen to that. Amen. Shane, thank you so much for joining me here on Keep the Republic. You have been listening to Keep the Republic here with Dr. Daniel Mobinski. I thank you so much for tuning in. I also want to encourage you to visit our sponsors' websites. Uh, Go to conservativesof.com where you can support conservative Christian candidates. And, of course, give Carmen Glancy a call for real estate needs at 208 Five five nine seven seven five three, And of course, if you want to hear this show again so you can share it with your friends or download it, uh, you can go to 941thevoice.com. Look at the archives button and uh, you can find all the shows from Keep the Republic there. We encourage you to do that. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Until then, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic. If you'd like to support this broadcast and fund Christian conservative candidates, 
visit conservativesof.com. And for your real estate needs, connect with Carmen Glancy with Homes of Idaho. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.